0: Bob Flower, always come and talk to you at this time of the year? And it's um, is it harvest time in Norfolk
1: now? Well, you know, sometimes half the harvest is over. Yeah, if you think <laughs> about it, I'm really into fruit and all the soft fruit is just about finished now.
0: you finish finished all your harvest? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, just about. The last one's just... Uh, there's still always a few, you that's what's nice with them. I've got a boysenberry. It's not... The true boysenberry, it's a hybrid that happens to come up on its own. It's a cross between the blackberry and the raspberry. And it is a boysenberry type. And it, instead of all coming at once, it does. It comes in dribs and drabs and right through the season. It's lovely. Tastes like blackberries and apple. Really very, very nice flavour. But generally, soft fruit's over and it was a brilliant year. I've got my freezer absolutely stuffed full of the raspberries, boysenberries, the whole lot. Just the blackberries to go now. But it is. It has
0: been a great season for fruit and growing generally, hasn't it? And, yeah. And, very good. And if we look back, it's it, nature has a way of saying, "I'm a bit frightened of what's going on in the weather, mm-hmm. so I'll therefore reproduce great flowers
1: and great fruit." Yeah. And that's what nature does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I've never been worried about the fruit. It always does. You know what I mean? No, no, fruit does. That's the thing about it. It's more reliable. Mm. Whereas you've got to sow, you've got to weed, you've got to... uh, The vegetables are a risky crop. You're never quite sure where you're going to be and your skill is... takes more skill to get a vegetable crop where the fruit just does it anyway. We all ought to have more fruit trees and bushes. Much easier. I'd I'd agree with you there. But Mm. Come on, let's look at your veg crops then. what have they been Well, actually, well... Very hard sowing this year. Yep. Start with the, the spring was a hard spring, so a lot of the early sowing. Yeah. The onions, good. the carrots, yes. the early ones very poor. However, the later ones not so bad. Onions not good this year. That's several years I've had poor crops of onions. I think I'm going to go back to buying sets, and just do sets. Give up and go for sets. Just go for. Well, they're more. They're, you're more sure of them. You put them out. You've got the spacing. You've got everything. You can weed till they go out. Starting off with seed, either in situ or planting out, too much extra work for the savings so I think I'm you're, gonna you're,
0: you're just getting old Bob You know, that's what it is you want to save oh, does the that
1: world. happen I, <laughs> look at that you don't look you don't look for 50 or 60 years and suddenly it's all happened I don't know yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, no seriously do you, yeah. you ever do you ever use overwintering onions at all do you do those I, I
1: did I did a big trial on those some years ago mm. um, the trouble is the weeding control because weeds get away and you end up spending a lot of the winter weeding when actually you could have the whole lot kept clear with a quick weed or a, a, a plastic mulch and then put the sets in in the spring, mm. you haven't saved a lot. Interestingly enough, there was one variety, buffalo, which isn't a Japanese one, but it's similar, uh, autumn sowing one, and I found that was more slug prone than any other of the autumn onions that I was sowing. You know, there were seven or eight varieties, and all the slugs were on the buffalo. Now your first reaction is, don't grow buffalo. My next reaction was, mix buffalo with the other seed, and then, and then the slugs will thin, thin the row. Low, they'll, yeah. they'll thin the row for me, and I'm thinking that's actually a cleverer way to work. <laughs> yeah, because if we can make nature do the job for us, even better. If I could just persuade those wood pigeons to just take out the cruciferous weeds and not the brassicas, brilliant. Be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. How about sweet corn and uh, sweet your courgettes? St- and- oh, sweet corn's been very good. I was incredible again this year. Incredible variety is my favourite. Incredible. incredible, incredible that, is, is incredible. That one you
0: always grow? Or?
1: No, I grow half a dozen but that one is still one of my favorites it does very well and it's very sweet it's excellent um yeah i'd say the sweet good year for sweet corn because we had plenty of moisture that really mm. makes all the difference um i would say the tomatoes are a bit late you know yeah. generally coming though at, uh, peppers are a bit late as well compared to most years i'm doing very well with melons this year you see one of the things i've always done with melons is uh i've, I've done okay but um, I've been growing stuff on compost heaps more to show that you can use the old compost heap. And last year's compost heap first produced a very good crop of early potatoes. Excellent. Probably better than any other way I've tried to grow them. So It's just an old heap. The heat had gone, but a sheet of plastic over the top. And my goodness, they were wonderful. And then as soon as they came off, I put watermelons and melons on oh, there. Oh, right. And I've had some already, and I'm very pleased with those. It's that it's huge. That, <laughs> You know, they always said, put a marrow on a compost heap, it'll do they wonderfully. You know, they did, yeah. Yeah, and it it, works. it does work. And it's a good way of using it. It's a bit of space that most people don't grow on. Probably because they've only got one heap and they have to use it and start again. I've got enough space to have several, so yeah, that's very handy.
0: So would you say this year is
1: one of your better years? Oh, they're always good years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're always the best year, but next year's going to be better. That's always the way, isn't it?